Hello and welcome to episode 62 of Wing Sauce, the Thomas Vanek edition. Um, so Where'd he go? Uh, I don't know. Is he retired now? I think he got picked up by Minnesota and then he just, uh, and then I don't know if he's playing anymore. He just said, see you later. I'm done playing. I'm not very good. Deuces. Or oh, I mean, he no. was just old. Yeah, he, I think he, dude, retired. he dude, he was like oh, yeah, 35 he, when he was on the wings. All right, all right. Calm down. First off, he finished out in, with the Red Wings in 2018, 2019. Oh. And it and it didn't seem like that long ago. So fuck you. I knew I saw him play not too long ago. Yeah. I'm just saying I thought well, I guess fair. I, guess you know, I to be think fair, someone... 2019 is forever ago. That's at least five five normal years. Yeah, exactly. Cuz 2020 <laughs> seemed like one cruel joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey the good news is we well, just watched the red wings win yeah that's what i'm saying the wings tonight let's go wow. yeah so playoff push uh, baby we're playing spoiler uh maybe not playoff push but playoff eruptor just disrupting in the hunt spoiler baby spoiler let's see here what, what does that even put us even remotely anywhere near being anything <laughs> oh, i think they're no. nine points out i think they're i think they're nine points out yeah. Nine points we, out. So we, we would essentially have to win out and the other teams would have to lose out. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, that, so I hear there's yeah. a chance exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I read are you. We at 12 win- are we at 12 wins after tonight or are we at oh, baby? Yes, wins? yes. We're, we're If we get up to that 17, uh, as many as we had last season in a short season, whatever, it's better. No. We went over that. I want. I want. I went over. I, I can't remember what my like. I can't remember what like my actual number was, but I, I think, know. Well, I know it was more than. I, 50. You said something. You said something astronomical. Third, like, thirty. Like thirty. Oh, sh- did I? Something very high, and then you were so, talking about like fifty as like a regular season. Something no, 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 great. So okay, Connor. To be fair, I think that he said with in an eighty-two game season. I think he was saying thirty doesn't. It, it that's not out of the cards. But that was. I, I know oh, what you're talking about. Normal. I think that that was before we learned that it was a fifty-six game season. So, um, so yeah, I, I think that I think that once we decided what it was, I feel like twenty was kind of our cutoff. Like, if you win mm-hmm. twenty out of the fifty-six games, I feel like that's you know, I feel like that's that's pretty good, right? That's not like record-breaking bad. And right. I think that's yeah, what we were right. going for, right? It's, it's, well, that's what Buffalo. It's, that's what Buffalo's going for. Holy! Oh shit. my god! Dumpster yeah. fire! Holy! Shit, what a dumpster guys. fire! Yeah. Oh. So I mean, we'll get there though. I guess because I think Connor actually picked them to be uh, one of one of the dark horses. So we'll get into that oh. a little bit later. <laughs> okay. And but, I stand by my choice. If anything, they're they're the darkest <laughs> horse in the in the league right now. <laughs> oh my! Connor's like, to be fair, you didn't specify. <laughs> <laughs> Which year the dark horse would play in effect? <laughs> They're about to be the dark horse team for like the next next I don't know twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into all that stuff later on. So um, I did I did listen back and and I wrote down a bunch of things, boys. We had That's some really really brutal takes, and we'll we'll go through them. Um, no no one's getting off the hook easy on this one, but I think we should discuss some Red Wings hockey first because we've seen. Two completely different teams, and I'm not talking about the opponents. No, so hold up. I'm just gonna make this statement right now. I've told you they fucking hate Grice, dude. That's my. I've I've come to that conclusion. They hate him. They don't like him. That's the only conclusion I've came to. Or he's just super fucking shitty in that because. (laughs) We already went over that too. That's not the case. 
Dude, I, no, so okay, so I actually did bring that up. So actually, to be fair, Thomas Grice is 49th in save percentage in the league. And uh, he's he, he's one of the worst goalies. Guess who guess who is the worst goalie though in save percentage? Um who who does he play? Someone you I, No, that's too easy if I say who he played oh, for. Okay, it's someone I did someone I what yeah, someone I didn't expect. That's too easy too. Eh. Carey Price. <laughs> no, no. Someone I Freddie. no, no. Nope. Carter Hart. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that's wow. another that's yeah. another thing that we gotta talk about too when it comes to the uh division winners. So uh but we'll yeah. again we'll save that. He let me he let me down. I think you let everybody down. <laughs> well true. But uh um, Yeah, but I just wanted to bring that up because so yeah. I, I wanted to so we have a lot of Red Wings hockey to to discuss because it's just We've seen two completely different teams. Uh, we've seen essentially a uh, a novice squad that doesn't know, you know, their their ass from a hole in the wall. Um, and then we've seen a team that looks ten times better, a complete one eighty. So first off, we started off the week they got shut out twice in a row, and they went three Whoa. games with one goal. I was like, don't don't brush over that seven. One ass. No, 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 no. That that's next. Believe me. Uh, so so that was the third game. We got shut out twice in a row, and then Rocco Grimaldi versus the Red Wings happened the other night, where it what was, was it, like twenty seconds. Dude, or like he that? he scored. That was like twenty four seconds. You no, know, he yeah, scored a natural hat trick in two two minutes and thirty four seconds. One. Of, What's the record? Well, I. I I, it's much. I think it's less than that, but for it, it did break the franchise record for Nashville. I mean, that's still crazy though to think about how quickly three goals, bam, 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 dude. And then I and if, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Grice came out right after that. After the after the fourth third third goal or fourth goal, I'm yeah, not sure third or fourth goal. But um, but yeah, I mean that 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 game was over midway through the first. They were awful in every aspect from from, you know, from stupid passes, giveaways, lazy back checking, you know, not covering your man as a defenseman or, you know, any other position. They were just awful in every single aspect, guys. That was brutal. It was bad. It, it, it was probably one of the worst games I've seen all season. Yep. I, I, I mean, I, when, if there's, not you, much, if, there's not much to say on it. No, no, no. And you got I'm sure you guys saw the story that I that I posted with Rocco Grimaldi's face. He's like, he's like, dude, this is the team I grew up idolizing. What a shit, like what a shit franchise right now. He's probably, well, no, thinking. you don't, not even that though. I, you don't, you don't expect to score, you know, three goals that quickly against a, I mean, yes and no, but at the same time, it's just like, holy shit. And when the game ends up seven to one, it's just like, that's not even you get four. Yeah. And you got four of those. Fuck, man. that's not even a that's not even a good game. I think he, so. Just not, to go back before we before we keep going, I did look up the fastest hat trick. Um, and in, in it's NHL, actually, in, in in NHL history, yeah. Um, so it's pretty funny. So that game took place on the twenty sixth of March, if I'm not mistaken, uh, against Nashville, the seven to one game. I'm trying to think, yes, yeah, the the twenty sixth. So it was almost. Oh, it was the twenty fifth. Okay, so the twenty fifth. So March twenty third. Uh, and I don't even know the year, but it was six seventy somewhere. It's sixty or seventy years ago, um, somewhere around there. Bill Mosen- Mosienko, I don't know 
who he is, but he scored a hat trick in 21 seconds. Wow. See, 21 seconds. But that now, was with the goalies that were. Okay. So what about like modern day? <laughs> so they basically had Grice in that then, right? Connor's <laughs> nah, like easy, they, they had, easy. They had the they had the Red Wings defense in that or in, in playing in front of them. <laughs> he, he's, <laughs> Connor's still trying to protect Grice, his boy, who's got literally, I think, two wins this well, season. Con- Connor's his agent, so oh and I and I get a clean twenty percent of all of his <laughs> this future contracts. So. <laughs> so I'm gonna be raking in twenty, thirty dollars. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. And Connor's also betting the he's also hammering the over uh when when they're betting the over under for goal scored on Grice that in a given night. So it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, he's his agent, he wants to help him out, but he also wants to make that dough. That cabbage. Well, yeah, every time every time Grice is in that, it's fan appreciation day where they actually let the fans play <laughs> on the ice. Oh, that makes in front of Grice. Yeah. <laughs> that makes way, way more sense. His his goals against average, I think, was fifty first in the league. By the way, wait, Con- Connor, you said something last week where you said something. It was like, uh, oh, it, it was with the um, <laughs> the, the guy that was like the king of the green jacket, the uh, minus 82 in 50, 54 games or whatever. You were like, yeah. oh yeah, he he was part of that Make-A-Wish Foundation or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, probably true. <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, so a complete 180 against Columbus where Columbus really needed these two wins, guys. And then Detroit... Oh. Um, I'll tell you what that first game, zero for three on the on the power play, but I'm I'm happier with it because they looked much better. They're firing the puck. Um, the only thing that I would that I would say is get people in front of the net. They don't have anybody, yeah. you know, screening that's that been, goalie. That's been a theme though all season long. Yeah, they have such and we, we said that, that we said that a while ago. Yeah. Just like teams yeah. versus. You look at the goal today. You know the the goal. We can talk about this one too, but that should have been the, a the, icing the guy, in my opinion. But there's a guy that I rarely see Red Wings fans or Red Wings fans, Red Wing players sitting in front of the net screening like that, like on top of the crease. I see them off waiting for a backdoor, like tap right. in off the left pad goal. And it's like, that doesn't happen. These goalies the are Red Wings have size right now. Rebounds. Get in front of the net. Rasmussen. Yeah. Like we were talking about. Dude, Rasmussen. He, should, he should just plant his ass in front of the fucking net. Mantha. Don't move. Right. But. So, um, and without going into too much, like I, I just want to take a step back looking at this game so it doesn't get lost on anybody that I've called out a lot of many times that we are not scoring. We still only had two actual goals. You know, there were two empty netters, 100%. so it looks good. Looks good at the end of the day, but I mean, that is not. That was a, a really fun game to watch. Um, if you're oh fans. yeah, I, like, it was, I enjoyed it. It was great, but like you know that that same thing happened. So if you look at the past four games, how many goals have they scored? Three. Is it roughly are you talking there? about actual goals as opposed to? Yeah. Yeah. Like five on five or, or I guess not empty netters. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's not, that's, I think that's right. So, I mean, I going back and we've hit this one in the head too many times, but that's tough for a goalie and uh, even for a defenseman, but I guess you'd have to really take a look at uh puck possession and all that stuff. But at the end of the day is you need to start bearing some of these, like for instance, today you're watching. I thought that, I thought that Mantha played well, but there was a few times where he could have, he could have, had there was a empty net goal or had great chances and i think that some of those are going to start coming for him and a lot of other players i think mm-hmm. there's a few times even larkin had a few coming around the net in the slot 
Fabry off the like off the bottom of the circle on the hash marks. A lot of chances. Um, there's a lot. There was a lot of chances that just aren't breaking. And and I feel like if I'm watching other games, I watched Ovechkin play today, and he took a shot from the half wall on uh, between the hash marks and the goal line, and it went in. Two tucks. Like that, how, two tucks today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's making his so, moves up that, that up seven twenty three right now. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But. I don't know. No, they to, need to find a way to bury. To, to go off of what you were saying, Connor, I I think we have to find some uh, some silver linings in this, right? So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're still not scoring a lot, but if if you can tighten up defensively, which they still have to do, right? If if you look at uh, if you look at De Kaiser in that first game against Columbus, the one goal that they scored, the guy was was unchecked, and De Kaiser was right there. And and he was he was looking like he was going to swat the puck away, dude. You got to keep your head on a swivel, cover him, tie him up, take that pass away. I, you know, to me, if if they focus on little things like that and be a, a defense heavy team, then then the offense can kind of it'll come, it'll come, right? Yeah. But and they're yeah. getting chances where it, even in the beginning of this year, you know, you're watching a game. It's twenty. They're uh, played ten, fifteen games or so, and just it's not a fun game to watch. Even the games they're losing, maybe not the the blowout games, but they're at least getting chances, and they have they show some sort of offensive ability. They just haven't been able to bury as much as we'd like them to. Right. It, um, I, but I, it'll like you said, it'll come. That that goes with uh, with building a team around a few different players people getting confidence you're seeing every game i feel like there's a new a new player that's scoring for the first time this year or the you know going on a little streak for the first time this year something like that where they're getting points and getting confidence and that's what you need yeah because they're not playing for anything right now and and you need to you need to focus on that focus on next year focus on development um and for what like in the nhl and the NHL like a, a roster spot, a roster. Oh, spot, no, no, dude. no, no, no. I, I know that, but I'm just saying that like, as a, basically what I'm saying is you shouldn't have anything to worry about. Just go out there and, and, and play hockey and do literally the best that you can. Don't worry about whether you win or lose the game because odds are you're going to lose. It's a shitty team and the team's not going to make playoffs. You need to yeah, focus on about it. A- We've talked about that too, Tyler. Is like yeah. you know you you have these uh the, you have Eiserman, the coaches, you have all the players in the uh, the executive suite, or all the uh, the people, all the executives in the executive suite watching these games. They're not watching for the points. They're not watching for assists. They're not watching for even the goalies. I, I bet you they're not watching save percentage and all of these things. They're they're taking all this every goal into an account and every shift into an account. So all right. right. So my question for my question for you guys then is when when then. What what are we missing? Like what when does it become okay? Now we're gonna start looking at that stuff. Out of curiosity, what, 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 like what what pieces what? are we missing? So when do we? Is it gonna be next year? We what what are we waiting on till we're, till we're at that point? Well, I think right now they're they're they obviously know that. But if I'm Eiserman, I'm looking at specific players who's helping who like in, next year and the year be, beyond that. Who's doing things right now that when we do get a couple pieces? And I know that's your question, so I'll get I'll get around to that, but when you do get a couple pieces, they're very complimentary to the players that we have right now yeah. where I, so the, the goals and everything it's, I think even uh, they talked about Rasmussen today. It's just, he's been proving to uh, to the coaches and to the GM to stay in the lineup. And it hasn't really been the goals and it hasn't really been the assists or any points. It's been on the defensive zone. It's been in the slot. It's been in working hard in front of the net. 
um, going to the net, going to the places that you don't really want to go. He's a huge body, so he's got to take into each player plays differently, you know. So you're trying to figure out for him specifically what's he doing on the ice right now that next year and the year beyond that does he is he going to fit? Um, but to answer your question, Dustin, I mean that's a it's a great question and it's hard to answer because we talked about that before the draft last year. There's so many pieces that you need. And if I was going to go to one right this second, <laughs> it's it's almost laughable because I talked about it, the I think, the last episode of the one before that, is that it's not unrealistic and I should be expecting a superstar type player to put up unreal points because you look at half the league and each team has a player that's putting up 80 plus points. It's crazy. I don't think that's unrealistic right, anymore. Right. You so, need somebody like that to get points. Yeah. And and that's what and that's why I brought up the whole point. Is, is Larkin actually that that player? I don't think he's a McDavid, McKinnon, Marner, uh, Matthews, Ovechkin, Crosby. Like th- th- those are the players I'm saying, and those are all on pretty much different teams. Besides, I think two of them that I listed, and right. I could, and I could go on. And so, but I don't think he's that player. He's an extremely top top tier, you know, extremely good top tier player. But he's not a superstar that's going to get you the 80 to 100 points that you see right. some of these other so that, guys that's, doing. So that, that's my point, though. So so essentially what, what I'm getting at is we're, we're starting at point zero. Would you say, I, I, I mean... I don't Larkin, think so. We have Bertuzzi, Larkin, Mantha, right? We have a couple of those people. We have a couple of, like, the, the, younger, the younger guys on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I, I mean, when it comes down to it, you need three solid lines and six yeah. solid defensemen. That's not going to happen overnight, so, but, though. You, you, but no, you no, asked you asked what the, the the people or the person what position you need and like that's so that was my answer. But I still think to to go back, yeah, those guys aren't the players. But when you look at the points they're producing and being complimentary and looking at what Larkin's bringing to the table every time he's on the ice, that's great. But then at the like the very back end of that, you know, quote unquote argument, even though it's not, is that he's not getting paid like one of the guys that I listed. He's not making $11 million, nine to 10 no, no, know, no. million. And that's what I'm saying. So, so Connor, once we get that, that top end forward, is mm-hmm. that when you, we, we, you know, that's like, okay, now we're ready to make that push. Let's get the pieces around it. Is that, is that oh, essentially yeah. what we're, is that where yeah, we're I at? Agree because I would even look at this year so far. I mean, look at how many points that, so take a, uh, a top six forward, take it, take their, because I don't want to just be unfair. So take one of those guys out, and remove all of their points and then put in a, a superstar, quote unquote, superstar type player and give them get another 70 points on the board uh, on the roster. And look at what that does to the games. Like, look at all of the one goal games that they've had or even the, the two goal games with an empty net that those games are all swing games. And even the last year, they, they, they lost a lot of one goal games and, um, and, you know, the two goal games, which are kind of stupid, but the, a lot of those one goal games are right there. They just need that guy to get them over the edge and they just don't have the point production. Right. And so I, one thing I'm that, that I wanted to say on this is just, it's going to take a few seasons because Eiserman just started last year and, and I, hold on, let, fine, let, me, what, let me finish. What, all right. So um, we still have, you know, this is, this is, he, this is going to be his third draft season, right? So to me, they desperately need a guy. Th- so you need, you need the Trinity is, is what I like to call it. You need a star forward, a star defenseman and a damn good goalie to make a good cup run. Right. So we don't, we obviously don't have a, a star goalie. Um, 
it remains to be seen right now whether or not we're going to have a star defenseman or star forward because we don't know what those high uh, high end draft picks like Moritz Sider and and uh, Lucas Raymond are going to look like either. You know what I mean? So. I, I think that Iserman's in no rush to make a splash in, you know, I, like, I don't think he's going to make a splash in free agency. I, I would be surprised if he made a move. Let's just say that. Um, so I, I, it'll be for, it'll be for draft picks, but, you know, like they're not, right, they're not gonna. Right. But, but if, uh, to answer your question, Dustin, I, I think that it's, it's much more, to me, it'd be beneficial to focus on a high end goal scorer or point producer than it is to focus on a high-end D-man or or a high-end goalie. Because you look at the Leafs, the Leafs have got it done with with really mediocre goaltending and, you know, less than stellar defensemen. Um, so I I shouldn't say get well, it done, but they, they've been contending is what I mean to say. And then, and then from and there, you, you can kind it. of sculpt, you, you can kind of put the finishing touches on on whatever uh, it yeah, is. Yeah, and, and I'm very hesitant to do anything in – um, looking at goalies uh, this early on, uh, I, I think I've always been this. I've always been thinking this way: is that you build a team that you have the forwards and defensemen, and then if you need to, if you have pieces around you, if you guys, if you have a good a good solid group, you can always look at the goalies every single year that are on the market at the deadline that are that you can give up draft picks for it if you're in a good spot from forwards and defense, knowing that you have a good you know, good push like the avalanche right now, if they, if they needed to trade for a goalie, like it would be worth it because they, they see the next four or five years being in their window. So uh, to win right. a Stanley cup. So you, right. you can give up those assets knowing that you're going to have to re they're probably going to have to rebuild at some point in five to 10 years. Well, so the, the, the reason my ask was, is because we're, we're, Every single time, it's like, oh well, they're not looking at this. They're not looking at that. They don't really care about goals. They don't care about assists. They don't care about goals against, save percentage. They just want to see hustle, which is fine. But at what point in time are we going to start taking that accountability and start saying, all right, these players are going to be, you know, a bottom three or going to be on the team, or we're going to trade away the whole fucking team and then start from scratch, or you know, get you know, wait until we find those pieces. You know, or we can start trying to find people like to to, to build around Larkin. He is the yeah, captain. We're not yeah. getting rid of him. So it's like, hey, okay, in two years, are we gonna start looking for that shit? Because next year, I don't want to have the same conversation. Like, oh well, they're still, you know, well they're not looking at this stuff. Okay, right. Well, the problem is they're NHL players, so we need to look at it and say, okay, these players obviously are not are not quality or they don't fit. Just like mm-hmm. Tatar. I mean, holy shit, he goes to the Canadians and he's just tearing it up over there. But I mean, that's, looked- that's that's kind of my point though is if you have these guys here. And if you're on a good team, like if the team is solid, like they're not building around Tatar, you know, like if you look at the Red Wings right now, that's why I think you can make the argument when you're on a really bad team and you look at the individual players, because now you can figure out, uh, you know, who there's the expansion team. Who do you want to protect? Who do you not want to protect? Who do you want to not sign? Who do you want to sign for two years to get you over um, and be like a watchable team to help motivate some of the younger guys and not really pay that much, but you know, you're not going to resign in two years when you are hopefully in a much better spot. Uh, I, that that's why. So I, I know I understand your frustration. I think a lot of people are there. I just think that the team is not good enough to, to like watch. It. It's more just, it's, it's more just being inquisitive on, on when are we going to start as a, you know, as a fan base or as a coaching staff going to start, you know, saying, okay, this is, these are the players we need to start building around. Is it next year? Like Tyler said, we have Lucas Raymond who we haven't even seen play one game. Uh, we have Same cider. With, yeah. 
we haven't seen him play one game. So it's like it's mm-hmm. hard to make those things. It's just more or less inquisitive. Like, all right, is it next year or is it going to be in ten years? And then Larkin's going to be so fucking old it doesn't even matter. To be fair though, that's only been so. I've been saying it for two years, and the team has been argue, arguably, you know, it's two of the worst years in you know franchise history dating back to like the eighties. So that's why it's it's hard. It's we talk about it a lot, which is probably why it comes up all the time because that's part of what we do is we figure out like how how we're going to have the team from a fan's perspective of watching and where they need to work on and like how we see them progressing. Um, but my progression is a player individual player analysis versus like a full line because I know that that other player on that line, for instance, if you have that third winger on the line this is just not he's not going to be there so it's really tough and he's not maybe a quality nhl player and it's really difficult in the nhl to play a four and a half on five yeah that's what it comes down to for the red wings exactly and and to kind of go back to what you were saying earlier connor and and dustin this is what i I, that's a good question to ask like like how many years should we expect right that that's that's one thing that i think everyone's wondering but it goes back to what connor was saying about you know, Iserman is is a lot different than Holland. Holland wanted to get things done now, and he wants thing. He he he's kind of like one and done. Let's let's get going, right? Iserman mm-hmm. is a little bit different. Where um, I think right now he's he's trying to figure out who the core of this team moving forward is going to be. Obviously, guys like Mantha, Bertuzzi, Larkin, he sees as as integral parts of the team, and even Zadina. I'll I'll tell you what, guys. I'll go off on a little Zadina tangent because you know what? I feel as if he's the most improved player this year. Maybe not in points because if you look at his overall uh, points over 28 games uh, this season and last season, he has two fewer points this year. But his his two-way play is completely turned around. Um, and same thing with his takeaways. Like, for, for instance, I, I did a little research. Um, Last season, he was a, a minus 13 through 28 games. This year, he's only a minus one. He's playing way smarter, and I think that he's going to be a big part of this team moving forward too. Maybe not a superstar, but I do think he's going to be a very, very smart player um, and somebody who's going to be a top six for us for sure. Yeah, and I see him even look at today. Part of it is like look at his line. Wasn't he was with Larkin and Fabry, if I'm not mistaken? I like I that him, line. Yeah, I watched him today, and he looks great. But I bet you, you know, you throw him on the third line, and it, you just have to look at the players. Yep. He's not a he's not a third line guy. He's either in the NHL as a top six, or he's not in the NHL. Where Glenn Denning could probably be a third or fourth line guy, and that in like a lot of NH a lot of NHL teams would want him. Just a different style of player. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, basically to, to kind of sum that up, Dustin, I don't know how long it's going to take. I <laughs> selfishly, I hope it's sooner, but, um, but I think that we need to really focus on who the core of the team is going to be first. And then like Connor was saying, kind of put players around it. That'll, that'll complement those, those others. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that and that was my main point. Yeah, so if we sure. have those, if we have any of those players, then they're, we, we have to hold them accountable and judge them as if they're a quality player regardless of the team because i'm looking at just 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 to make a point like i'm looking at ottawa i mean two of their players are ranked you know around 60 62 as far as points overall in the league and they're they're the one of the worst teams in the nhl and you know you have larkin who's 
I, I'm not even going to start scrolling, but he's not even ranked on the first four pages. Like, so that, that, that's the point is that's fine. We have a shitty team, but there's other shitty teams and the players are still putting up points. Yeah. I, I think there, those though is like you, if you were going to go player, we can, we don't talk, we, we know we talk about it a lot, but if you look at a player by player um, side by side, you have a, a top of Ottawa, very tippy top, good. And then it's like a, you guys probably wouldn't make the Griffins right now. Like it's yeah. really bad. Yep. <laughs> so you go, you throw a couple guys in the line. Those guys are, are studs where they can, um, they can have their top line and then their bottom three lines are just yeah, really bad. Now go, going off into a little bit of a, a, a tangent, there was a trade that happened. Uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or this morning, uh, but speaking about, you know, like playoff teams and non-playoff teams, New York Rangers and LA had a little bit of a trade. Brendan Lemieux is packing his bags and heading to Los Angeles and New York gets a fourth round draft pick in, uh, in return. I think that was a really odd move for the Rangers seen as uh, it seems like they're, they're only a few points out of the playoffs. Why would they get rid of that guy? I don't know. It seemed weird to me. What did, did you guys, what, what are your thoughts I'm on sure. that? So who, wait, say, say that one more time. Who would they get rid of? The Rangers traded Brendan Lemieux. Brendan Lemieux to LA for a fourth oh, rounder, oh, oh. for a fourth round pick. Yeah, I, strange. <laughs> I don't know. Couldn't tell you. L, that's to that's me, weird because where where they're at could, right it, now. It could, it could be it could be a player just wanted out. Who knows? It's hard to. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We we never know. I just thought that it was weird because both are are. They're both not out of play. Well, like technically out of playoffs, but they're both in the playoff push. And for New York to kind of just almost be sellers right now, or at least that's what it seems. Um, it's just very odd to me. I don't know. But uh, I, I just wanted to bring that up because I ca- could I be cap space issues too. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, I, wanna, maybe maybe they want to leave a little cap, cap space. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I haven't looked at the contract. They could be yeah. moving them for a number of reasons. Maybe they're going to resign them the off seasons. Maybe they have a, a something else they're trying to work, and they need cap space for it. I, I don't know. Possibly, but uh, yeah. sh- should we get into the uh, the division breakdowns and everything now that we're half hour in? Yeah, yeah. All right. So we're going to start off with the North. Um, man. Dustin, I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Dustin, Connor, and then me. So Dustin had Calgary. Yikes. Connor Connor also had Calgary. Have you looked at the Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Calm down. They're not Ottawa. They're not Ottawa. You're right, but um Hey, calm down. They could come back, make a push. Mm, Let's go on. Mm, okay. Um so the West, obviously. Whoa, whoa, what's yours? What's yours? Oh, I'm sorry, Edmonton. So, um, interesting. Is it though? Uh, the, I mean, yeah, the, I think you changed it, but it's fine. I swear I didn't. You can go back to a- episode 50. Check the game notes. What What time? What time there, boss? No, I was joking. <laughs> you can figure it out yourself. Um, the West. Ouch. Ooh, Dustin had, had a tough take in this one. So Vegas was his original pick, but he said that the only team that that worries him is Anaheim because he thinks that they were going to look really good this year. They look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 does what does that count as? Like a fifty? Like a fifty fifty half split? No, I'll no, give myself no. one half of a point. No, no, no. Fifty five forty five. You're, you're you're still <laughs> you still pick Vegas. So oh, okay. But you you said that the, and 
the conversation kind of went where Connor's like, oh, that's kind of surprising. I thought that it would be Colorado. And that's who he picked. That's also uh, who I oh. picked. So, um, which I feel like that's good. They're just going to duke it out, man. They're one point. Oh. They're one point oh. out uh, from one another. And I think uh, Vegas has a game at hand still, right? Yep. Yeah, Vegas has a game at hand. Yeah, I, that'll, be a, that'll be fun to watch. Oh, for sure. There's the season. Oh, yeah, I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying it. And they actually, uh, last night, they won against the Avalanche in overtime. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I watched uh, watched a little bit of that game. Um, the East, or, I'm, I'm sorry, excuse me, the Central, we all picked uh, Champa Bay. Um, well, come on. I mean, come Feeling on. Confident. Dude, so real quick, Carolina, though, they're looking fucking pretty good. My dad picked them early on in the season. Um, like hold on now. I, I'm going to discuss them. Hold on. I'm just saying something about it. Go ahead. So finish what you want to say, and then I'll, I'll say my spiel. No, no, no. It, it's 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 for the dark horse. Okay. All I was saying is my dad picked him to win the Stanley Cup. Mm. No, hold on, Dustin. <laughs> I know, right? Gee, <laughs> shut up. Well, I I thought that maybe it would be a good time to bring it up when we actually talk about them. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, whatever. Bye. Okay. Either way, uh, another rough take from from Dustin. The East, he picked New York Rangers. Ooh, they're looking good. And uh, you just said you just said they're in the hunt. Remember. Looking great. They're in the hunt to make the playoffs, not to win the division. Looking clown. Great. You don't know that, dude. Okay, first off, they can make 16 points up real quickly. You're you're a fucking pessimist, yeah, dude. Get just, this guy out of here. Just like Bobby Ryan could net 20 this year. Hey, <laughs> he he's looking pretty good, except I think he got injured today. Mm. So a lot, not, game. not, not too a lot of games left. How unfortunate. Hey, right, hey, real quick, though, it's probably not going to happen since Washington's on a tear. Just FYI. Yeah. Well, well, I'll get that one out of the way. I, uh, I, I did pick them. They're looking pretty good. Pick the Caps. Nice. Yes, I did. Uh, Connor picked Philadelphia strictly because they have a strong goalie. Oh! Nice stand. Nice stand by Ouch. that. Ouchie. <laughs> Carter Hart. Last. So, so the thing last. is, when I was listening it, uh, to it this morning, Connor and I were were like, "Oh yeah, he's such a strong goalie. He's great. He, like he's he's definitely going to be a huge difference maker." They finally found a goalie. And for Philly fans. I really feel bad. I really feel bad for him. It's like they had like a small little taste of what they could be if they had a strong goalie. And they're like, we got our guy, young guy, stud. We have a good defenseman. We got good forwards. We're finally there. Mm. And uh and yeah, I mean we no all know boy, the, rest no. of the story. And <laughs> just don't go to we Philly. Know the rest goalie. Of the <laughs> oh, Connor's like, move on. Come on. <laughs> so I mean, to be fair, to be fair, they're on they're on the border. Of, of being oh yeah player. no and that's like i so you th- man you throw a goalie in there no because i think they're that they're they're different from i so I'll, i haven't watched that many games where i can pick apart like what i do with the red wings and i feel like we're all probably there we're not just like you know moving our schedule around to watch flyers games but i would I, if that was my know, job <laughs> hey we, 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 we better be if we have kate back on she's gonna quiz us probably that's true but I, you know, I, so I don't know. I feel like their forwards and defensemen are good enough where it probably is a goalie issue. And that's where I feel bad for them because they are a good team. They're, they're just gutting out wins where they can. Look at how they uh, started. For them. Yeah. They I started know. so strong. And, and even, even uh, last season, they ended strong. So I just, I was very, very surprised that uh, Carter Hart, hopefully it's a, a little bit of a regression. I hope that it's not um, kind of like a, a Jimmy Howard thing where he just couldn't find his groove oh, again. You know what I mean? And he's, he's a young guy. So we, no one, no one yeah. should get on his back right now. He's young. Philly's a rough city, man. I feel like, I feel like in the U S like, you know, how everyone says that either Montreal or, or Toronto, Toronto's like more of the fishbowl in Canada to play for. But I feel like Philly, the fans are just so brutal. 
You know, if you have a few off games, it's like they hate you. Shit, it can't be worse than Buffalo. Fucking six wins. I bet they're tearing people up there. Oh, yeah. Eichel jerseys chucked on the ice. Or... Dude, thank God no one picked Buffalo. Talk about an embarrassment. Negative um, 50 goal differential this year. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, so moving on to uh, Dark Horse. No, I did not. Um, so Dustin and Connor both had two, although Dustin did choose one uh, uh, over the other. So we'll start with Dustin. Uh, you picked Carolina and Columbus, but favored Columbus to be the dark horse. Ah, fucker. Um, uh, damn it. <laughs> damn it. And I should with Carolina because they were looking good. Connor had three, but really. He, okay. So Connor had two and Connor had 32 teams. They, they were. <laughs> That way, Seattle was my dark horse. <laughs> that's how that's what I was getting at. Like, hey, you never know. So he, he also chose Carolina, and this one this one uh is showing to be very a very good pick, the Islanders Ooh, as a dark horse. There you go. But the yeah, third one, one what really takes away the credibility, it just rips Sabres. rips the rug Sabres? straight from Connor's feet. He's it's the Sabres. He said Buffalo could be too easily. <laughs> Oh my god! So that that so that's like a negative five hundred on the scale. So and okay, well, let's, to, be, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I I also said I I think I was agreeing with you, Connor, and I I I would have to go back. I think we all agreed that Buffalo could. Whoa! Surprise. Yeah, yeah. No, don't yeah. throw me into this. Don't no, 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 you were in, no, you were in there too. Oh well, shit! Okay, I'm so, I'm definitely going to listen to this one. So this is where my shit take comes in because I had Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, time out. Didn't didn't Elias Patterson get traded? No. Okay, so I had a dream about that. Yeah. Yep. Maybe maybe it was another Patterson. There's a couple Pettersons in the league. Uh, but oh, there there are. Yeah. There's more than one Patterson, but uh, okay. I don't know if, if there's if there have been any trades regarding any Pettersons. But uh, regardless, yeah, I just thought that. Vancouver. The reason I picked Van- Vancouver is c- because Markstrom. Well, no, well he got traded, um, or they couldn't sign him. But uh, no, they picked up Holpe, and I thought, oh, well, this is a stronger goalie than Jacob Markstrom. <laughs> Garbage. Meh. Meh. They're all trash in Vancouver. They're all, anyway, they're all moving on. Um, because hey, all right, back back to the damn Carolina thing that I cut off on. My dad put a fucking one, or it's nineteen hundred. Plus nineteen hundred odds that they're gonna win the Stanley Cup. Ooh, trying to make that cabbage. And I kind of laughed at him, but now I'm kind of like, okay, well, you know, yeah, not a chance. Not yeah, not out of the question, Dad. You you might you might have got that one. So one thing that jokes on him though. Jokes on him. I placed the bet. So oh, there you go. One thing that we all chatted about in that episode though is that how Carolina does have the potential to surprise people. However, their goaltending is. Um, it, it's kind of a question mark. Mrazic and who's that new guy they've been they've been fucking with? Uh, I don't even know his name, but he he's been looking I'm pretty good. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Didn't I bring that up? I think I brought up Carolina. You never got shit in your in your dark horse. His name's sure. Alex. I can't even say that, so I'm not gonna try to. Yeah, I I, I was gonna say I remember Nedjukovic or something. Yeah. He's from Ohio? No fucking way he's from Ohio, dude. It says he's from Parma, Ohio. Bro. <laughs> sounds like know. it. It um, sounds like an yeah. Ohio last name. <laughs> oh my god. I don't, Literally, what, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at his thing. Nothing. I'm just looking at his thing right now. And I'm just, 
right. He's yeah. He's 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 looking good though. He's got uh, in his last five games, he's got four wins. But yeah, he's from Ohio. What do you, what do you expect? He wanted out of those cornfields. Yeah. Um. He's not going back. So the cup winner, we we already we already know that Dustin picked. It's literally our uh, our West picks um, because whoever's coming out of the West is winning the cup, according to us. Um, Vegas, <laughs> Vegas was Dustin and uh, <laughs> Connor and I both had uh, the Avs. Now the Ass Tattoo Team boys, this was interesting. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot about that. So is someone is somebody getting an Ass Tattoo? Um. Possibly, possibly you, Dustin. Ooh. Oh God. Okay, so you and Connor both, <clears throat> excuse me, almost picked the Panthers. You both brought up the fact Ooh. that you almost wanted to pick the Panthers, and uh, you switched to different teams. So uh, you said you said Winnipeg because you were like, oh yeah, they're not really surprising, and then and then you were like, oh yeah, how did they end up last year? And Connor and I both looked up. We were like, oh yeah, they were fourth in the West. You're like, yep, run it. Let's go. We were like, that's really not that bad. <laughs> but then your your justification for it, uh, Dustin, was that the Winnipeg logo is actually not that bad. So I would agree with that. If, you, if, pretty cool. if you're going to be a pilot now, it's a pretty cool tattoo to have. It makes sense. That's right. true. See? So go, hey. go Jets, baby. Um, Connor had almost had the Panthers and then switched to the Yotes. Which I feel confident. They, uh, they're they yeah. they're kind of right in the ballpark of where I would expect an ass tattoo, tattoo team to be. Yep, because they are on the brink of, of a playoff push. And with uh, Phil the Thrill just getting a hattie last night. Wow. Phil the Thrill. <laughs> yeah, baby. Dude, I, dude, every time I see him play, I'm just like, is that – how did he even get – why is the equipment manager out there on, on skates? He just, dude, dude. He just doesn't. He does not look like a hockey no, player. It cracks I, me up. I I don't know what to call it. Uh, he's it, so, but the, it's, he's deceptively fast. He's the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> like when you look at him, he does not look athletic in the slightest sense. But he's anyone, so good. I want to pull up his rookie picture. Has he always looked like that? No, he actually had so. He he was balding ever since he came into the league. He was balding, but he had like longer hair with Boston. No, he did. I'm it was disgusting. <laughs> it looked like a <laughs> skullet. He's got this nasty rat hair. Yeah, yeah, oh dude. It was God. it was brutal. Phil Castle rookie card, eight bucks. Oh, nice. you should get <laughs> it. Don't want to hop on that. <laughs> steals steals over here. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, who was yours? My, uh, mine was Nashville. And I feel like you should have. Oh yeah, not that bad. And I feel like you should have two because of how you talked about the Blackhawks. You, you just I did. I, you, you you did you did jump all over them. You're saying they're trash. They're crap. No, was it, like, it wasn't that. It was that. It was the point where he said that the Red Wings are going to have more points than the Blackhawks. I did. I did say that. Yeah. So I, I hey, don't know. for the for the millionth time, I still like to bring it, and I'm trying to get him on the podcast to bring it. I know. You listen to this. <laughs> and if not, I'm telling my sister to reach out to your fiance because y'all were in the same sorority. He's going to bring that up every single episode from now. I am. I am from now on. I'm just going to take hot takes and just send it to him. He's like, this guy's weird. Why is he always talking to me? I've never right. talked to him before. He's actually life. texting his sister right now. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Please tell your brother to quit messaging me. It's <laughs> like, wait, Taylor, you know him? What the hell? <laughs> Oh my god! She's actually met him though. Full disclosure. Oh, 
like at a at a formal a formal thing um for their sorority very nice was he yeah. was he a cool guy uh she said he was didn't talk any hockey like what would not like super not into talking hockey way more into his wife as uh, fiance Lindsay. oh wait i i think we've uh we, we also have someone on wing sauce who has met him too oh yeah looks like, <laughs> a few looks summer like skates you want summer skates with him nbd what's up summer skates you, know you said yeah just like summer skates oh, okay so, so can you reach out to him please thank you totes yep yeah. The, I have to text him back anyway. Sending he's, him a T bomb as we speak. Yeah, <laughs> he's been asking. He's been asking to come over to see the new new house. I've been telling I'm him. Like, that. dude, come on, it's not it's not done yet. Yeah, Brinksy, <laughs> come over, bro. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. So what else we got? Uh, I I had. Oh, I got some good shit right here. Are we done? Are we done NHL hockey? I was gonna say, where are, is that done with our breakdowns? Anyway? We're done with Tyler? the breakdowns. I uh I can I have an article that um. We can either choose to go over after. Oh, I got Dustin. something before. I just had some exciting news. The uh, Boston Pride won the NWHL Isabel Cup. Absolutely, that uh, was awesome. Some exciting hockey. Cool. Holy Dude, shit! It was okay. One question, because I already asked Carly and Mallory if they want to come back, come on, talk a little championship. But uh, both of them told me they'd get back to me. I think they had a little party to do for mm. some reason, or they're just like too know. cool now because they were on national television. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's what it was, and I, I'm going to ask her about it. Like, hey, listen, you know, if that's that's the case. I understand. But uh, what's the deal with the blue in the center of the ice? It's ma- I thought that isn't it purple. Oh, is it? I don't know. I don't know what color it is, but it, it it's I, it threw me off because I thought it was just something they had at the uh, the other rink. Yeah, no, I, I think it. that's like the NWHL thing now. I don't okay. I don't get it either. Okay, I I was just kind of curious. I wasn't sure. So if anybody knows the answer to that, I'm curious to know why. They yeah, no idea. Um, but yeah, congrats to them. Awesome watching some women's hockey on national television. Hopefully there's more next year. I, I hope they start doing that just on a regular. I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah. yeah it, sure. it, um, that would be sweet if it would be on ESPN because uh, oh, yeah. NBCSN is no longer going to be. they. ESPN has the contract with NHL moving forward after this year, right? Yeah, yeah, so why would that be awesome? ESPN hockey, that'd be, or ESPN. That'd be, they should make an ESPN hockey channel. What are they doing? Yeah, well, they won't do that, but um, they should be. Yeah, well, yeah, I think there's only one person at ESPN who actually there's likes three. hockey. There's three that we could that could join. You what? There's three. There's three people that like hockey that could join the ESPN crew. Yeah. <laughs> Reach Wing out sauce. to us, baby. <laughs> yep. No, you know what? In all seriousness, though, I want to see a summer league with three-on-three hockey. I keep on saying this, but I think that'd be the most badass thing ever. I think don't they have that? What what's like, what's that? Um, uh, the beauty league or whatever? Don't they do three-on-three? I don't think it was three-on-three. I thought it was still five-on-five. Yeah, it's I'm very talking similar to like it's like similar to East Side Elite. Well, I'm talking. You know how like they do like the like the NBA summer league and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking. Like literally NHL three on three summer league, like a like sanctioned. Like I think that'd be so freaking cool. They do that. Remember the thing that Ice Cube did for the uh, the NBA? It was like retired players. They would come back and play three on three. I think it was Ice Cube yes. that did it. Yeah. Yes. They, yes. Is that something they could do that with retirees? I could, I I mean, could watch some old time players. Just that'd be cool. It up. Oh man, but, it would be some rough I, hockey. But <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, because you know, except three for Yager. 
is not really that much. It's not too physical, to be honest. Like, there's really zero checking. Yeah. No. Us- I, it, usually. Right. And, and that's yeah, just just most of these guys don't touch the ice until like two weeks before. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just being hopeful. Yeah. Be Come on. It'd be sweet. Ran on my parade. No, let me rain a little bit more. These guys would not want it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the hell up! Your your freaking plan sucks. <laughs> no. Well, I before the article you wanted to bring up, um, I thought this was. Uh, it, it's it's Red Wings related. So uh, did you guys catch the Patrick Marlowe um, little tidbit they had to, in today's game on Sunday? Yeah. Man, little, might be so the uh, most goal. Go ahead. I'm gonna yeah, no, he's a, so it looks like right now he's 11 games back on uh, on Mr. Hockey for most games played in the NHL at like – somebody might have the number up. It was like 1,700 – 56, 1,756, somewhere around there. It was um, 1767 for how I believe. And and he's sitting at uh, 1756. Yeah. So okay. like April so, 19th. Yeah. So then mid-April, they, he, he should get there. So that'll be pretty cool. Which that would be pretty the last. Uh, when, when is the season ending for for NHL? Mm. When do playoffs start? Because that doesn't count. May. No, that. Yeah, it won't be. Because we, there's probably, what, 20 games left? So yeah. uh, he only needs May 11. 8th is the last game, roughly. Yeah. Hopefully. You know what? I'm not going to say it because I want him to finish out. I mean, um, the cra- the crazy thing is, though, there's not any players that are really that close falling behind him. Well, when you've been no. playing for 80 years. Right? No <laughs> shit, dude. Oh <laughs> dude, he, he actually he's saw, been in the show since saw, we've been born. Yeah, he I, he actually saw the, the fastest uh, hat trick in the 21 second, <laughs> 21 second hat trick back in 1942, I think is when it was. I mean, so he's, 40, he's 41 years old. He's been playing... Oh yeah, he's been playing since 1997. It, it was a joke. <laughs> oh no, but I, I honestly thought I, I kind of was like, wait, has he? No. But then that'd be way, be way more. It'd be 30 fucking years in the league. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you don't you don't catch on to Connor's sarcasm by now. <laughs> His sarcasm sucks, dude. I, hate I think he was talking <laughs> about so yours, Tyler. <laughs> Thank you. But I think he was talking about yours since we were born, not my 1942 joke. Because, yeah. yeah. I like that one. Thank you. See, you did catch on to it. You're sucked. I hate you. Essentially, since we've been born, it's been a few years, whatever. <laughs> you were born in 94, uh, so I guess it's closer to you. Um, 93. We, yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. My bad. Yeah, you're the old Fair ass now. here. Yeah. I know. I just turned 30 last the week. Old geezer. Yeah. I'm 28 next week or the week after. I forget. Are you? Yeah, April 6th. Oh, exciting. Wait, that's my cousin's birthday. It's a great day. Great day Wait, to be alive. Is Connor your cousin? Wait, is he? Whoa. <laughs> Weird. Dad? <laughs> Tyler, what article did you have? I'm interested. I've, I've been waiting on pins and needles over here since like I five know, minutes ago. I know, I know, I know. Well, worry no more because here it is. The Little trumpets. seven Red Wings prospects that busted. All right. Uh, to kick off. <clears throat> it's just like our entire lineup right now. Are we guessing first? <laughs> No. Yeah, that's us. That's us. Are we guessing? It's uh, so. um, The first one is Jakob Kindle. He was drafted uh, first round, nineteenth overall in two thousand five. So this this is really really rough. Um, He had uh, he only put up point two four points per game during his time with the Wings, Uh, and the most points he ever recorded was nineteen in the 2013 and 2014 season to make matters worse. The uh, 20, uh, I'm sorry, the 2005 draft class was very good with defensemen. Mark Edward Vlasic was chosen 35th overall. Chris Letang, 62nd, Keith Yandel, 105th, 
uh, Nicholas Jarmelson, 108, Anton Strawman, 216. So, uh, yeah, woof on Kindle. Um, Timu Polkinen, um, even though he was drafted fourth round, 111th overall in 2010, he he was compared to Brett Hall with, uh, I think he had like, he had 19 goals and 36 assists in as a rookie in the uh, the Swedish Liga, the SM Liga, um, and so everyone was comparing him to to Brett Hall. He scored uh, 31 goals and 28 assists through 71 games in the AHL, and then um, he only recorded like 11 11 goals and nine assists in 70 games with the Red Wings uh, before the wild claimed him off waivers. So, uh, Thomas McCollum, this goalie was, we talk, we give Howard a lot of shit. This guy was trash. Couldn't stop a fucking beach ball. Um, first round pick 30th overall in 2008. Uh, basically I'm not going to really spend much time on him because he came in one game against, uh, or he came in relief of Joey McDonald, and uh, he let in three goals in less than less than three minutes, and Babcock pulled him and put Joey McDonald back in. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tomas Yurko, he was drafted second round, thirty fifth overall in twenty eleven. Um, he had a he had a pretty good start with the Wings. Um, I think he had uh, yeah eight goals and seven assists in his first thirty six games. You know, not getting a lot of ice time. He was playing you know third fourth line minutes. Uh, but after that, he only scored 17 points in his next 123 games. So, uh, that was not so good. Brendan Smith is the next one. First round pick 27th overall in 2007, man, he's just been everywhere. He's gone, man. He, well, he's only been here in New York Rangers, but, uh, he's been, didn't New York Rangers pick him up off a, uh, PTO. Uh, uh, I don't know if it was PTO. I think they, uh, got him off a of free agency. Uh, I thought it did. They got a pay tryout on him and they picked him up. Possibly, he, possibly. Um, I, I thought I remember, I thought I remember her seeing something like that. So he, he starred, uh, I'm sorry. So when he played for the Griffins in 2010, 2011, he ranked fifth in points among, uh, among all rookie blue liners in the AHL. Uh, and he even missed th- uh, 13 games. So when he was, um, when he came to the Red Wings in 2011, 2012, he had one goal and six assists with in 14 games for defensemen. That's pretty damn good. But since then it was just, it was trash. He had, uh, he had 67 points in 291 games with the Red Wings. And, uh, he was, he was a lack of offense and his defensive abilities were shit too. So uh, they decided to get rid of him. Rangers picked him up and he's still a huge disappointment. Uh, Ryan Sproul drafted second round 55th overall. I don't really know much about this guy. So I guess that pretty much says it. Um, produced 32 points in 70, 72 games with the Griffins in 2013, 2014. And uh, he had a, he had 27 games with the Red Wings in 2016, 2017. What, what, when did I miss that? Yeah, I remember, actually, I remember him a little bit. 
Um, wow. I don't remember that. Um, but yeah, anyway, he, uh, he hasn't, uh, let's see. He bounced around in the AHL in 2018, 2019, suiting up for three different franchises and hasn't appeared in any NHL games since. He's over in the K. Ooh, there Ooh. we go. Hey, uh, so this last one, guys, this one is just the, this is the the grand finale. Riley Sheehan. <laughs> Drafted first round, 21st overall. Man, known, known as the guy who didn't score for 80 games. Is he on the Rangers? No, I think he got picked up by, uh, I think, is he on? Ottawa? Damn, I want to say he's on uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Well, let me go. But yeah. Went a full 80 games without scoring a goal until he uh, found the back of the net twice in the final game at the Joe. So, oh, um, who could forget? Ooh, another fun fact this is not in the article, but Riley Shahan, when uh, the Griffins won the Calder Cup in 2013, 2014, or 2012, 2013, whatever it was, they won the 2013 Calder Cup, whatever. Uh, Riley Shane was pulled over for drunk driving in a Teletubbies costume. <laughs> so fun fact. I mean, so you pretty much can't label him as a bust now, right? <laughs> He's a winner in my book. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that is it. The seven uh, worst draft busts so far in well, Red Wings history. Hopefully not, hopefully not soon to be more. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, awesome. Yep. Yeah, since Iserman's in, I uh, fingers crossed that it won't happen. We got anything else? Nah. All right. Let's get the puck out of here. See you next week. Peace.